Hello and welcome to the Northern Monkeys football show. Um, full house again. Wayne Pie is with us. How's the pie, Wayne? All good, all good. Good stuff. Audio, how's life? Brilliant, mate. How, how are you? I'm very good, thank you very much. And how's the oldest man in the world doing? I'm all right. After I've spent uh, months breaking down stereotypes with, uh, with my pink gin on this show, I'm, um, I'm only a flat cap and a whip it away from an actual stereotype today with me, with me, with me pale ale. So, <laughs> <laughs> after all these months of breaking it down, I'm sorry, but it's true. I'm sure the gin. I'm sure the gin will make a reappearance at some point in a future weeks. You are the least hipster person that I know. I don't even know what that means. You are the, you are the anti-hipster. I'm nobody's yeah. anti. I'm nobody's anti. Sure. <laughs> um, football this weekend. There's been a couple of good, some good games. Also in the derby, a couple of manager changes. Uh, we'll come through to all of those. Uh, we'll start with the North London derby. Um, Arsenal coming from one 0 down to win two one. Couple of well, quite a lot to talk about in this game. Um, with starting with the um, we'll start with the penalty first because we'll start finish off with the Mills goal because I like, I like that the best. Um, the penalty nut all thoughts on the well the penalty being given. Uh, Sanchez David Sanchez took out Lacazette. Um, well, oh, it was the after the ball thing, weren't it? Yeah, it was the after yeah. the ball had gone. They don't get given enough for me, then. I know ball had gone because he miskicked it. And I think if he'd not miskicked it, he probably wouldn't have got the penalty. But yeah. it was still sort of in his vicinity, weren't it? So I think that's why he's got it. But I, when somebody's coming in at the year that fast, you get your shot away as quickly as possible because they're coming in at you like that. Yeah. And I. I don't think they're giving off enough. I think it was a penalty, personally. Old, what are your, th- what are your thoughts? Uh, I disagree. I, I, th- I think uh, that, for me, I know it's a totally like opposite end of scale, but what's the difference between that and kicking a player to get a penalty? I know he didn't mean it. But I've seen it happen. We have, we have seen it happen plenty of times this season, but for me, that's no no difference than than yeah. than, a, than an attacker kicking a kicking a uh, a defender's legs to get a penalty. Yeah, but, I, 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 there, I, I, there see, were no there were no intention there. There were no intention no. to to get and, and he was surprised himself. But mm. that in the in how it went. That's why I can't see no difference. It was one of them. I, 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 I mean, okay, it's a very soft one. I, I don't like giving him. But as soon as it's given, VAR can't overturn it, can they? It, it, the referee's seen what he's seen. I, I yeah. don't think VAR could get involved. I don't blame VAR on this one. No, I it's don't. Th- go on, man. Go on, go on. I'm sorry. I, I don't. Th- I don't think it were uh, like a, a decision where you'd shout and scream the. It were a ridiculous mm. decision because, yeah. like, like I just said, they have, they have them kind of fouls have been given mm. this season. Not not to the same degree of that, but they have been. Uh, mm. But yeah, just it's yeah. one of those where you've got sympathy for the defender, but when you yeah. break it down and you look at the decision, 
there is no not really any other option because it, it absolutely fits into a foul. It's just one of those where you sort of think oh, it's just unlucky there, and you kind of you want to let him get away with it because he was unlucky. But it, it, it is it is a penalty. Mm. And, no. and to be fair, he shouldn't have he shouldn't have had his leg up like that anyway. It was it were last ditch tackle, wasn't it? To be fair, yeah. it were it were it weren't exactly he didn't time it or anything. He just sort of threw himself at it, which yeah. is what caused the foul in the end. You you leave your centre open to them kind of decisions going against you when you do that. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Um, the Lamella red card or second yellow um, for me is waved his arm around and hit somebody in the face. Um, I was fine with that. Any issues with the second yellow? I think we. You break down um, fouls and these sort of decisions uh, as a referee. You put it into three categories: it's, it fouls either careless, reckless, or it's aggressive. It's reckless. Yeah. Where, um, and when you break it down, it's always going to be a yellow card. If you weren't already on a yellow card, we wouldn't already be talking about it. We wouldn't know in a particular can. People would just go, "Yeah, it's a yellow card." You've been a bit fucking stupid, um, but can't really complain with that decision. Yeah, I agree. Not, not all Lamella's second yellow. Um, any issues with that? I, I, I thought Wayne thinks a great well. Borderline worse. I would say borderline worse. That, definitely a yellow. Could have been. Could have been red on another day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Go on. To be doing that on a on a yellow already is. It was about third, fourth time he'd had. And he, <laughs> it, it was about the third. I'm glad it's not just me that's had to be part for that. Uh, it was about the third or fourth time Lamella had had a, an incident like that where where he's done something reckless after he's already had yellow card. I called his red card ten minutes before it happened. I t- turned around to Ollie and said, "He's getting himself sent off today," and he did. It was it were obvious. It's one of them that plays on edge. He didn't always. His brilliance doesn't always cover his stupidness. Um, yesterday, his brilliance just about covered it. Spurs was shit overall. Um, but the goal, Lord, Lamella's goal, it's just a thing of beauty, isn't it? Who were? Do you know, watching it live, I didn't even realise he'd done all special. <laughs> you know, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't until I watched replay back and think, fucking hell, what a, what a goal. And like on, on group chat, we were on a bye, weren't we? I, for me, that one were better because uh, than his one he'd done in Europa League, I think it was. Uh, I, I think technically, th- yeah, this one he's done has got more precision to it. So, it was so controlled, so, weren't it? Yeah, I, yeah. I I reacted exactly the same as Regulon. I just I just jumped <laughs> up and put my hands on my head. Couldn't believe he'd done it. Yeah. Um, yes, but yeah. it, it, it were. Uh, it, it, it were the are closer he were to net than than his other one and all, but just just mm. to just to have audacity to do it. And I went on Twitter after, and there were quite a lot of Spurs fans saying he he's been waiting years to do this because he must do it quite often. Is where yeah. they were making art, um, but when it does come off, obviously it's. Uh, it seems like one of them that'll try them all the time, and ninety nine times out of hundred, it's a bag of fucking shit. And then yeah. that one time, it's just. Beautiful, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's got a. It's a fact it went through Partey's legs as well. It's, I think yeah. that just yeah. added to it. And if it had gone wrong, would have just been taking Mick out and calling him David Dunn. Yeah, 
Um, how highly does it rate in Premier League goals? It's got to be up there as one of the best looking goals I can remember. You, 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 you come maybe not comparing to thirty-five yard screamers, but the it's technique, a great in goal. the technique yeah. in it, you've got to put it up there. Mm. I don't, I don't, I can't say where I would compare it against other Premier League goals because all different types of goals yeah. are good for different reasons, aren't they? But uh, yeah, that is definitely up there. I tend to think technique's the hardest. When you're proving the technique on someone, it's the hardest thing to do. So when I think of best Premier League goals, I tend to think of like volleys and stuff like that because being able to control mm. those sort of situations are the toughest ones. Um, this one, it's a little bit different. You're probably going to put it into the category of Bergkamp against Leicester. Newcastle? Oh, yeah, yeah Leicester. Yeah. Did, did one against Leicester, where he brought it down. And that, like, um, Canu with a little flick back here because that was sort of different at the time. It's a different type of technique. I don't think it's comparable. I'm not sure how I would compare it. It's, it's, technique is brilliant. Um, personally, I wouldn't put it as one of the best goals in the Premier League yesterday. I just think it's a brilliant technique for that goal. I think there's slight... No, I was going to say I think there's more look to it, but I don't think there is because he's done it previously, no. so he must practice it. So I don't think that'd be fair to say. Uh, but I don't think it's comparable to some of the you know, sort of world-class goals that have been seen over the years. Fair enough. Um... Spurs, only I thought watching the vast majority of the game, I thought Spurs were really, really poor, particularly first half. I thought they were awful in the first half. Yeah. Um, Arsenal were lucky not to be comfortable at half time, weren't they? Yeah, it weren't, weren't a great watch, were it? First no. half. Uh, yeah, they, they, they were shit, but you, you've always. I mean, that song came off early doors, didn't it? And, yeah, that uh, helped. Yeah, uh, but obviously it it came it came we uh, a goal from Lamellas, mm, but true. yeah, they, they didn't seem to get into uh, any kind of rhythm. Or the, mm. I know Kane late on in the second half, it, it seemed like the summer had clicked in the last ten minutes or so, um, and they looked a lot more dangerous. But just just looked. Like they never go out of first gear up to that point, and uh, for for yeah. me, I, I, the the reason they looked more dangerous in that last ten minutes was because it was the first time in game they decided to stop just defending and actually yeah. have a go. The setup cost them that game yesterday. How ne- negative Mourinho were cost them that game. They've got better players than Arsenal. They should have they should have gone and tried to beat them, and they didn't. They tried to stay in game and catch them on counter because they've got that pace with Son Bale. Mm. And it came never in game until 80th no, minute, well. and that. And, and having a player like him that you can't get him in game is the reason they've lost that game. Not not because of the players on the pitch. That were, for me, Al Marino has set them up. Yeah, I agree with that, Wayne. Thoughts? Um, I didn't watch the entire game, so I can't pass too much judgment on that. Um, so I, I don't see, I can't see what I can add to that. I'm afraid. Sorry. Okay. Cheers for your question. Thanks for yeah, that. good that, mate. Um, those type of performances, though, Wayne, for both teams are sort of why they are where they are. Spurs playing like that and Arsenal only winning 2-1 when, they, when the way Spurs played, they could have won by more, are why they are, Arsenal aren't challenging for Europe really and why Spurs aren't really challenging the Champions League at minute. Yeah, I think it's a fair point. Um, the only thing I would say on the Spurs bit is um, they're six points off Champions League now. A win yesterday would have made it really, really yeah. interesting. Yeah. The, the only thing is that the two teams between them are in fifth and sixth for West Ham and Everton. So 
I don't. I wouldn't say they're they're out of it. I don't think mm. they're going to get in there, but they're still they're still competing just by virtue of the teams that they're chasing up there. Um, Arsenal. I, I, I can't say anything nice about Arsenal. It'll break my heart saying it. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably agree. If I, n- neither one of those teams have proven throughout this season they deserve a place in Europe, never mind in top four. Yeah. Maybe that's just because it's been a weird season, but. Yeah, I probably agree with that. Uh, Spurs, if Spurs are looking massively inconsistent, they can go beat some shit teams three or four nil because they get a good attack. When they play Arsenal, who aren't that good a team and they sit back, it, it just costs some. But attacking players have got like Nuttall said, they should be beating teams like Arsenal and putting lots of pressure on them. It's not and just Arsenal attacking would have players. For me, man for man, they're a much better team than Arsenal. Yeah, all over the pitch. Yeah. Uh, final point on the game is Aubameyang got dropped before the start of the game. Uh, Arsenal won, so it didn't affect the game, Odipai, but uh, dropping your best player for supposedly just being late, on ma- I think, uh, apparently on match day, is a bold move by Arteta. Got credit to him, for me. Yeah, there were a picture come out, weren't there, that uh, he was stuck in a load of traffic. <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, but, yeah, you can't be late. Uh, but yeah, it, is it bold or is it stupid at the same time? In the end, mm. they got the result. But, I mean, I suppose it depends. Has he done it before? Has it, mm. How often has it happened? I know, look, you've got to have standards. And obviously, he's not, he's not been... He's overstepped Mark with Arteta's standards. Uh, but... I think I thought it was quite harsh depending mm. on how late it were yeah. if you're like 15 minutes late or whatever we don't know we don't know enough about it do we so was yeah, anyone it, else late was anyone else late not that we know of because I'm, I'm, not really, I'm not sold on that I was stuck in traffic surely other there, people there's a picture there's, well. a, there's a picture I don't know I don't know how it's like a Ferrari or something isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah I get that but Surely other people would have been stuck as well. If he's stuck in traffic, it means he's set off later than he should have done, surely. But so why other people would have been? Are they going from their homes or are they going from train ground or what? You know, they, yeah, there's, like only, London, isn't it? there's only yeah. going to be so many routes into there, isn't there? You can't tell me another player that played during that game didn't make the same route into there. My, my personal opinion is it's standards that start at the lowest level and if you're not meeting those standards in Prem... I think Arteta's done right. For, for, for me, is a bigger point to it all is is a captain, is leader, and by rights, he should be leading by example. So, like I said, you don't know the circumstances around it. He might have done it once, he might have done it a hundred times, and that might be why he's finally picked him up on it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he's got to make a point to him, and and to be fair to Arteta, it's not at best of time this season. Aubameyang's not at best of time, so he's oh, probably yeah. thought, well. Perfect time to make an example of him, see if it gives him mm. a kick up arse. And he didn't even bring him on, did he? And he sat there and you could see Aubameyang weren't very happy yeah. when he's making all these subs and he's not coming on. So yeah, I think he was making a point to him and basically mm. like, get your arse in gear or we'll fucking play with you, aren't you? Yeah. Well, they need him. If there's a chance for Europe this season and next season, they need him to start contributing on like he did last season because he's not done it all this season and he's part of the reason they are where they are. They're not the only reason, obviously, but... He is part of it. Uh, moving on to, going to move up north. Sheffield United took an absolute battering 
on Sunday afternoon, 5-0, uh, away to Leicester. Um, there's not, we can't really mention much, but again, the game was, it went as I, as I expected, to be honest with you. Um, they sacked Chris Wilder on, will it get confirmed Saturday, eventually? Confirmed Saturday morning, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, it got reported Friday from Friday morning was that he was leaving um, for basically disagreement with board from what you can, from what I can, what seems to have been reported. Uh, it's a strange one, and I, I think it's a mistake. What, what do you think? I totally agree. I think it's a mistake. It, the only one that could have you'd have thought that have got back up with it's Wilder. Hmm. Um, it, it's just a strange appointment as well uh, to. Yeah. Put Eckingbottom in charge till the end of the season. Uh, players, I think, I know, I know it'll have been a shock, but that performance Sunday, they, they had absolutely no idea. They, it were, it were like they, they were shell shocked, still mm. by decision. It's like um, somebody gone outside and shot the dad, and then they had to sit and then they stand on a football pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and if if someone had told us that, would have believed them and all. Yeah. He <laughs> was. He was. Could have been double figures. Could have been double figures. That. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Eckingbottom. Uh, Go on, give us your thoughts on Eckingbottom. Look, I met him. He's a he's a he's a nice, like. Just, just like one at lads, as a bloke, but as a manager, I, I don't, I don't rate him. I don't rate him whatsoever. Uh, even the, the the type of players I think he'd work better with, rather than our kind of players, like players that no league is what I'm meaning mm. by that, uh, and have been in been in English football a long time, um, but. I think Radrizani summed it up when uh, when he'd gone is that we needed a mentality change in club. Basically, from what I read into it, were that he weren't he were a bit defeatist. In mm. into we we needed a winning mentality is what Radrizani said, and I don't think Eckingbottom were put working and then see. See if results come. He, he, I'm not saying he weren't bothered, but he, he didn't instill uh, win at all costs mentality. Would you rather have Heckingbottom or Hockaday? <laughs> Heckingbottom. The one thing I will say is that this is only temporary now. We'd invite to bring somebody yeah. in in summer, won't they? And the, and the word about getting Tyndall in is that what? Is that what Tyndall's, just, Tyndall's in as well, yeah. Yeah, Tyndall's in now. it's bizarre, isn't it? That's what it I mean. Just, it, it, if, they, if, if they're not looking past with that, you'd think, you'd think we're doing that. They're thinking longer than end of season. Yeah. Because they, well, they brought Eki Bottom was under 23s, and Tyndall, who was going to help out, was just left Bournemouth. But Alan Nil's still there. Or were assistant to Chris Wilder. It it, it it seems like it's been, well, it just seems like it's not been thought at at all. Um, one of the Wednesday fans, you two, do you want to weigh in with con with your laughs first, or? Do you, want to, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go? 
<laughs> no, it's. Uh, I, I think this sort of sums up how bad a decision it is that we, mm. we we're happy we're happy is gone. Yeah. Uh, all right, this season's not gone very well, and there is the argument that by, by if you listen to the rumours, the argument is that they're wanting to bring in a director of football. He doesn't want that. He wants to run it as a manager, old-fashioned. Um, the argument is he spent 120 million on nothing, Shit. basically, which is right. I think yeah. the side they've got now under Wilder would go back up again next year because they've got a strong championship side. They paid 38 million pound for that for that championship strike force, and that's the argument. It's in McBurney and Bruce, so that's what they've got—a good championship strike force. Hmm. Um, I can see both sides of the argument. He has wasted a lot of money. And we sat here and discussed 12 months ago that he were overachieved with a group of League One players and that we didn't know if he'd be able to spend the money well. And he hasn't spent the money well, has he? No. Whenever he's had an opportunity to sign somebody in Premier League, I, I couldn't pick you a player that's it's gone well. And some people say Sander Berg, but I, I personally haven't seen enough of him to say he's very good either. Um, I think I think they think he's done well comparative to the other players who have done dog shit. I, I don't I don't think he's made a good signing, and I think those League One journeymen have caught up with themselves. They've, they've overachieved for such a long time that it was going to be difficult. It was always going to come to an end, uh, and it has come to an end this season. I can't see any other manager being able to turn it round. I can't see any other manager getting them in a position next season, a better position to get themselves back up because the facts of it is the majority of that that squad were League One journeymen and that's yeah. still what they've got on the books. The likes of Basham, I know Lundstrom's going at the end of the season, Egan, the, and I don't know the signing, but they were, they were bottom half of the players like Brentford were letting go to other championship teams, so it's not like they were their prize possessions either. He's, he's turned them into something much better than what they are. Uh, mm. and, I, and I just don't think you'll see that carry on under another manager. I sort of, I, 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 I use the word worry and I don't worry at all. But I feel like <laughs> they it may have got a similar situation coming to what we've got at Wednesday with an owner in charge that doesn't know what he's doing. But this one, does it? This one apparently doesn't have any money. Well, well yeah, money, that's it. Chelsea has got supposedly got some money. Go in. Uh, yeah, I agree with the comment there about the the probably going to have a similar situation to us. But I also think a lot of clubs are going to have a similar situation uh, because Wednesday aren't the start of this poor ownership model that's happened. It's been happening for probably 10, 15 years. Uh, going back to just throwing a few names at people like Vincent Tan, uh, the problems that Portsmouth had uh, at the end of the Premier League years. Unfortunately, it's the new model for football clubbing for middling to to higher end size clubs. Um, Leeds know all about shocking owners. Um, you look at yeah, but you look at people like Birmingham. It's all it's all the same. It's just the the new model of football ownership, uh, which is get as much money out of you as possible and give as little back in return. Um, pay for people. Who your mates know, so your mates get a good commission out of it. There's no interest in the club anymore. It's just extracting as much money as possible, and that's just the way things are going to go going forward. Um, I think Rotherham's sort of been saved from that. You knew about it years ago, um, but Stuart's 
done you a favour and sort of put you on a steady footing, even though you still get people abusing Tony Stewart and uh, and more. Well, it's a bit like the, the, the McCabe thing at United. There were a lot of people happy when it went to Bog Roll Prince. But yeah, well. I bet you how many of them would want McCabe back. He, he, he didn't have the money to chuck about, but he was safe. It looked like a club, it's something that had the club's interests at heart. and that, Especially with the money situation that is for the world at the minute. That's that's key for a lot of ownerships at the minute. Um, you get clubs like your and Forest and the aim for the sun and you're potentially going to end up in League One. Forest not far of Birmingham, similar. Yeah, it's, it's coming to that point. Uh, I think Sheff- I think you know, I think well, I think we all agree, and I agree with you all that I can't see Sheffield United be anywhere near promotion next season. They, they could struggle. They could really struggle next season. Depending on who they bring in and what the squad's going to look like next season, they could struggle in Championship because that's what type of club they are. Historically, mid-table Championship team. They have these years in Premier League, but they're few and far between, and then they go back to mid-table obscurity. Don't they? that's Sheffield United's backyard, basically. We're going to come down to the championship, look to sign championship quality players and realise that you can't pay people 10 and 12 grand a week anymore. Uh, those yeah. quality players that they want are 25 and 30 grand a week. The, are probably up to the wage cap they've got this season. Yeah. Because they've got a low wage cap, haven't they? It's something like 40 yeah. grand, if you believe what they say. They're, they're going to be in for a rude awakening. Yeah. Well, Run by somebody who doesn't know about football. And I'm gonna love watching it. It's been a little light of joy for us this season, hasn't it? They have historically had a, a decent academy though, unless you mm-hmm. can rely on something like that again. I can't see him uh, I can't see him yeah. doing no. that. See that's that, that's been neglected for a few years now. People talk about how good their academy is. Not much has changed at their academy in about five years. And do you really uh, think after leaving Prem that they're going to invest in it? Oh, no. No, I, I, I didn't realise it. Uh, I think, I think that's good. Yeah, it's a bit of a red air in that one. I, I, will, I was going to say when was the last time that they brought somebody through. It's been a few years, hasn't it, since... Maguire? but even that, even that were... We, he, play, he played against us for Sheffield United in 2014. And he left very shortly after. Um, it's been a while since they've had a, a young prospect. That because when clubs like have a Harry Maguire, you know about them. I I, I can't remember any of Sheffield United for several years. So well, with Shea Adams, they've had a few. They've had a few they've had more than we. Well, they've brought in somewhere else, haven't they? Oh, they definitely yeah. have. Um, but it's just these last few years that they've neglected that because they've done so well on the pitch. Mm. Um, uh, people know about how good their academy is, and it is really good. But it's not changed in five years. I just can't see it getting any better. Well, we'll see. I'm interested. Definitely down this season, as as we all know. It's, it's funny that in all of this, we've not talked about what happened on the pitch because they were god awful on the pitch. And I wanted to put forward Aaron Ramsdale for the chubker of the week for something a little bit controversial. Go but on. The third goal um, in Acho's second. You play, ball gets squared. It's a lovely FIFA goal type. It's fantastic. Uh, but ball gets squared to Ian Acho, seven, eight yards out, something like that. And Ramsdale's basically already sat on the floor. His body is <laughs> so low down, and he's got his arms out like that, but he's, he's only covering about 4% at air. So, Odin, as a goalkeeper, you'll know, if, you, if you've got a one-on-one opportunity at eight yards, you are coming out of that net as quick as possible to, to narrow that gap and make yourself as big as possible. And he basically sits, he sits straight down and gives up. Yeah. 
don't know if you've got anything lined up for a chub current week, but I, I thought that was shocking personally. We had we had one um who wore it? Get it full, is it? Um Cardiff one. Cardiff keeper, yeah. He's oh, he's okay. he's already won that, but uh, I know what you're saying. I, I had a bit of a problem actually with uh, look, I know it were deflected, but you know Gaz goal yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Lurice. What uh, Lurice. I know he's been he's been wrong footed, but he was same. He was down on floor hmm. already, and and not it. And he had his hand on floor, and it were like it, even if it were like going to be closer to him, he wouldn't have. He probably wouldn't have saved it. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. then obviously, I, I people say wrong wrong going with your wrong hand a lot of the time. It, it's not the case when you're diving. You know, like when you go with your other hand. It's. Uh, I have no problem with that. You do. You do a criticism of that, but it technically and statistically, it it don't make sense criticizing that kind of dive. Uh, you think? Do you think it's a new thing that goalkeeping coaches are actually coaching? Because I know we're coming out to the Manu um, West Ham game shortly, but Fabianski in that game had a lot of saves where he was already down really low, even from distance. I think it's a new technique that maybe I'm trying to employ for goalkeeper coaching. Some some try and stay low to see the ball better because if you stood up right eye like this, you you're sort of looking over people to try and see the ball. Whereas if you're quite low, you can see through legs any vast majority of the time. I think that's a preference. I, I don't think it's coach. I think it's sort of a preference. Some people like to be because because when you're low, you make you make the goal bigger. So there's pros and cons to it. If you're looking over everybody to try and get the ball, the, the goal's smaller. There's Good bits and bad bits. I, th- I think it's a preference. It's like many things in football. It's a preference thing. Lord. Um. Yeah. Uh, I do think you 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 are better crouched more than what you are. Like stood up straight. Yes, spring as well when you're low down as well, can't you? That, that's it. But in in with Louise, he, he, we were far too low for me. Hmm. Uh, if he wouldn't, he wouldn't have been able to spring anyway, you know. He, yeah. And and he'd restricted himself by putting his hand on floor. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, he, he he wouldn't have saved it anyway, even if he weren't right position. So I'm not criticising too much, but um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Fabianski. I don't know. I wonder. We're kind of skipping one here, like, but Fabianski made some quality saves in that Man U uh, West Ham game. But I was just really surprised by the fact that he seemed to stay low. Um, yeah, well, we, we, can, we, can, we can move on to that game. We've got, we've got couple, only a couple more games to talk about. We've got England squad we're going to talk about in a minute as well. And a couple of AFL stuff. We'll move on to Man, Man U West Ham game while, we're, while you're on it, Wayne. Um, poor, I'll start with West Ham. On Fabianski. I, I think that's a poor result for West Ham, me. Losing, losing only 1-0 own goal. Um, I feel like they should be targeting that game for at least something, and I don't think they put up that much of a fight, really. It says a lot, though, doesn't it, that, you, that West Ham mm. away will be disappointed with not winning away at Man U, at Old Trafford. It says a lot about the, the state of this season. Um, I think it on says, paper, it says a lot more about Man U. Yeah. On paper, you sort of think, mm, no, it's West Ham, we should get relegated to this season. Fuck knows what's happened there. Uh, against Man U, we should have been aiming for top six this season, and yet they're disappointed not to get the fucking not to get the win. Ah, not all's back. Nice to join us, mate. Lovely. 
I can only <laughs> apologise for the continued interruptions. We're talking about Manu and uh, West Ham game. It was pretty boring, weren't it? Yeah. yeah. There's not much more input to give. I did watch it, but <laughs> I like watching paint, right? Terrible. I didn't, I didn't think second half were too bad. Uh, West Ham didn't really have a good first half, did they? They tried to contain yeah. them. At least they put a couple of attacking players on. I, I just, it, it weren't a game that entertained me, really. It's good enough for me. Mm. <laughs> We've covered it. Um, on to Manchester City. Uh, the coronation in waiting, Ode. 3-0 win. Uh, they didn't get the 7-1 like you predicted, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. Absolutely gutting. <laughs> gutting. And I, um, I can only apologise to Dan Senior who, who, who followed that bet as well. <laughs> I appreciate it. I think it's great he's followed that bet. Um, it was 3-0. City, City looked comfortable. But there were times when Fulham looked pretty good going forward and managed to cause City, who defensively have looked very good, caused them one or two problems, didn't they, Fulham? Yeah, one or two. One or two, yeah. Lexi, you're not, you're not getting... You're not getting no praise out of me for fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, not all any praise for Fulham. <laughs> Fulham played well. They're not as good as Man City. We know that. Uh, but yeah, nobody can turn up and expect to beat Man City at the end of the day. They put, they put a decent shift in. They made a decent account of themselves, but they're just Madame Tussauds. <clears throat> I, I don't know why, but I really like the way, the way you say it. <laughs> it just doesn't sound right. <laughs> it's probably not. No, it's probably you not. You know what I'm like for pronouncing things. <laughs> um, Wayne, for Fulham, having played Liverpool and City, they'll be happy with three points out of the two games, and Newcastle didn't win at the weekend, so they're only still point, two points of safety. Having had that run of games, which mentioned Spurs, Liverpool, City, they'll be happy still to be only two points off. Safety, won't they? Yeah, I don't don't think anyone uh, expects them to still be in with a chance at this stage. Um, I think th- three months ago we all thought it was going to be the exact same three and bottom. They'll probably all be relegated by now. Mm. Uh, but they're still hanging on there. I know West, uh, sorry, not West uh, Newcastle and uh, Brighton have both got a game in hand over them. It's not against each other, is it? Because, uh, uh, I, could, no, I, could yeah. make, I could make I think um, sorry, just looking at the table, yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're still, they're still in weird chance. Um, you can't really take anything from the City game because City are fucking ridiculous. But they're, they're, they're trying to make it interesting, if no else. I still think it with them three that goes down, but they're trying to make it interesting. I know I said that Newcastle's got a chance. I don't know, Steve Cruz will pull a cabbage out of his ass and sort some out. Um, uh, Scott Parker will get relegated and leave at the end of the season and join someone else. And I, no, it's one of the Arsenal-style vendetta yeah. you've got going on, is it? Yeah. Sounds like it. It's like it's like he's a time traveller and he, he already knows something. <laughs> well, I'm just looking at Scott Parker's career. Didn't he get relegated with West Ham, leave, and then join Tottenham? Probably. Yeah. And- so what I'm thinking is relegated players do move on, you know. Yeah. It's not like it's Nigel Quasi who gets relegated wherever he goes. But what I'm thinking is he's gonna get relegated with Fulham, leave and probably go to I don't know, Palace. I'm sure Hodgson will be dead soon, so probably Palace. 
I thought Odin's theory on Odson meant he never died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, folks say, yeah, he's going to be uh, the last man on Earth after the nuclear apocalypse. Coaching <laughs> cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he will. Um, right. On City, Champions League uh, this week, midweek. We have, we've recorded before the Champions League, which makes a change. Um, two and a up, Ode, City are against Borussia Munchen, Gladbach, Nuttall's team. Um, it's... Uh, they're going to be get comfortably through that. I assume. Do you still do you fancy the Champions League? Say? Yeah, I think if uh, if this year they don't do it, it's it's uh, it's it's longer waited, isn't it? I think that were aim at the club when uh, Sheikh Mansour took over. So mm. uh, yeah, Premier League came a few years after, but. I think Champions League they've they've ranked above all in uh, well especially since then but but since they come in yeah um, the, the, you, you'd think so wouldn't you uh, I don't think I don't think this City side and how they play is the most impressive they've had in mm. I thought the the Centurions as they call them then play better football but the this they seem to be able to. I'd say that better to a game. It, I think for me, say. it's more like everywhere in Europe, teams are not really coping this year with the schedules yeah. that they've got. You look, it's not just England. You look at Spain and Real Madrid and Barcelona are doing nothing in comparison to usual. You look in France, PSG are fourth. They lost to yeah. Nantes last night to one at home. Yeah, what? Wade's looking at me as I say, oh, who did they lose? Emiliano's team. They lost to Nantes. I had 20 quid on that. I had 20 quid on PSG winning. Yeah. Well, they all just found out. They <laughs> lost to Yeah, he had to sub. Uh, he had to sub Di Maria, and I don't know if Marquinhos oh, yeah. had to go and all because both of the uh, houses were currently being burgled in a violent attack. Yeah. We were bad. So, so instead of calling the police, they subbed them off the pitch and sent them on. Well, I think I think the police were aware of it as well. But yeah, they sort of they, t- they told them half time so that they both had to come off to stop the robbers. Out of the fucking Batman situation. So yeah. I don't, Do I they don't live really together? Know. Do they live together, Marquinhos and Di Maria? I don't know. Coincidence? No, I, both I, I, at the same well, time. South well, American, aren't they? So next door neighbours. Maybe they share a semi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, before we move on to England, um, the other English team in Champions League action this week, Wayne, is probably the big game of the week in Champions League. Chelsea have a 1 0 lead to Atletico Madrid, which was a very good away win. Um, Thomas Tuchel's done really, really well since he's come in. Um, if they can win, which they, I know they've got a goal ahead, Wayne, but to beat Atletico Madrid from where Chelsea have been would be a great result in Champions League for them. Yeah, um, can see them doing it as well. He looks pretty uh, clued up when it comes to Champions League, less so in Premier League. But um, I can't, it doesn't particularly matter because they're not going to get any further the next round. It doesn't matter who they play. You say that, but who's, who, who's your standout teams this year? There isn't any. There's none no. to be afraid of in Champions League this year because I don't think anybody is strong apart from City. Porto are about as good a bet as anybody. They've They've picked up some eight results to get where they are in competition yeah what a game that one all oh well it just fucking hell yeah so the so teams you got left uh, Bushy Dortmund Porto oh my phone's gone off uh, Liverpool PSG Dortmund are about seventh aren't they 
Uh, I don't know. I think so. I know. I think that I think both them and Bayern Munich are not doing as well as they have. I think one of them, or one of them is probably still top. Um, What's the last time I looked? City will be through. Uh, Real Madrid have a 1 0 lead against At- Atalanta, so probably Real Madrid are through. Uh, and oh, go to Europa League. Oh, yeah, Dortmund are fifth. Bayern Munich have gone top, but I'm pretty sure Leipzig have been top for most of the season. Mm. Uh, Bayern Munich will go through because they have a 4 1 advantage over Lazio. Um, there's only a couple, of, only Chelsea game and well, the Real Madrid game is on a knife edge. Um, I think draws probably this week, so we'll probably talk about Champions League draw next week uh, as and when that happens. Um, after this weekend, we have the international break. It's exciting. Um, the World Cup qualifying starts. So, World Cup 2022, which I think is around Christmas 2022, um, starts. Uh, England have San Marino, Albania and uh, Poland in this first set of qualifying fixtures. So, three... Three fixtures in a week to add to the already ridiculous schedule. Makes perfect sense if you ask me. Um, we're going to talk about the England squad, but it's obviously not been announced yet. I think it's going to be announced Tuesday or Wednesday. But there's some, based on the under-21 squad, we can basically work out there are some players in there. Um, the two players that I would know of that aren't in the under-21s, which would be are Jude Billingham and Saka, are not in the under-21s, so not all. You've got to assume both of those would then go up to the senior squad. It's Belling- Bellingham can't mean. How many appearances in Medford Dortmund though? I have to say, he, I don't he, know. A lot. Yeah, he played at weekend. Sunday. Uh, sorry, not weekend in Champions League last week. I'd suggest yeah, he's more. 20, of a, he's not, Twenty-one he's more games deep, this season. He's more of a deep lying player, is he, Joe Bellingham, rather than an attacking midfielder? You ask him. I don't know. You're a winger, isn't he? I thought he was winger. It was central midfield, I think. I thought it was central yeah. midfield. Yeah. Come on, Laxey, find out for it. Anyway, uh, if he is central midfielder, it doesn't say if he's a deep line or not. It's just a central midfielder. I, I seem to think he is more more. He's not a behind the striker central midfield. I think he's a central midfielder in the aspect of Paul Scholes, you would call a central midfielder rather than mm. an attacking central midfielder. Um, it's probably where we're weakest. We're relying on fucking Calvin yeah. Phillips being a squad end of day, and it's not good enough. So to give somebody like Joe Bellingham a chance, fair enough. They've got these games to do it. Look at oh, that's really boiled his piss. <laughs> 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 uh, no, it's his weakest area, I would say. When when Anderson inevitably retires, in he might get World Cup 2022. He'll not get any further than that, I wouldn't imagine. Mm. What have we got? What have we got in that position? I would suggest only Rice, and I'm not a massive fan of him. Uh, so bringing people like Bellingham in and giving him a chance now is paving way for future, I think. Yeah, fair point. Oh, I assume you're going to want to respond to those slanderous uh, accusations against Calvin Phillips? Yeah, it'd be a bite, wouldn't it? be a bite. I've made my point on Calvin Phillips previously. Uh, and what and what he does and what he brings, so I'll not be adding any further comment on that, your officer. Is is Calvin Phillips going to get in squad or is he fit enough to get in squad? I, I have no idea. I'm, if I'm not. Uh, he took a knock again on Saturday, uh, and and he's only just come back from injury anyway. So I would hope for with my leads head on. 
that he he don't go. Um, but he's he's tough enough to 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 go uh, and and play through if he has had a knock. Whether Leeds will let him or not, I don't know. Whether he'll push for it and uh, try and fetch it into his own hands, another matter and all. But yeah. Um, Sorry, I hate to disru- interrupt you, mate. But speaking of bringing matters into your own hands, and while you're on the subject, I've seen you cock all over Twitter today. Yes, yes. Yeah. Back uh, looking solid. Mm. Yeah. I'd enjoyed him being injured, so we didn't have to put up with these fucking horrendous jokes for months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's back. Big. Uh... Is, it ba- is it bigger than ever? Throbbing cock. Anyway, I would say the biggest <laughs> biggest bone of contention in the upcoming squad is probably mm-hmm. given Jordan Pickford linked off at weekend. I would suggest is who the third third goalkeeper's gonna be, because you would assume it'd be Henderson and Pope. Yeah. Uh, if Pickford's injured, who's gonna be who's who's third? Uh well, if you if um, if this had been a situation earlier on in the season, I'd have gone McCarthy, but Southampton have uh, nose dived at, and to be honest, I've not Who's seen twenty one keeper usually. I, I genuinely Ramsdale. would have not. Oh, I can't see calling him up. I can't see him is calling him on twenty one squad. Yeah, unless fit, I don't know. I don't know. The other way normally is he'll find fucking Fraser Foster from somewhere hiding behind a bin or something like that and put him in there. That's what normally happens. Just beyond those yeah. three, I don't know who they would go for. Uh, in the, unless they just go with two. I don't know. They might just go with two. No, they would never go with two. They can always add to it. It's not a World Cup squad. You can always add at yeah. any point. So if something, if the worst does happen, just bring a third uh, a third up at that point. Um, who starts, though? If, if somebody Pickford's injured, who starts for you? Henderson or Pope? I don't know. Henderson's played a bit lately. Pope's. Yeah. I would suggest Pope probably would play. Mm-hmm. They, and that they we're playing San Marino, Albania, and oh. Poland. You could play fucking Harry Kane in there. Except against Poland. Yeah, we, like, we could play Harry Potter in there, and we're fucking fine against San Marino. Oh, did you fancy a call up for go play at Wembley next week? You want to do all? On fucking, I walk there on glass. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, do you know what? I think he he'll he'll start with Pope Warney. Uh, well, Sam Sam Marino gave me might start with Henderson. I'd trust. He's not gonna have to do a lot, is he? He's not gonna have to do a lot against Sam Marino. Whoever's in that, yeah. so I'd I'd trust Pope more uh, in in bigger games. I still don't fully trust Henderson. Um, he made a bit of a mistake last week, didn't he? In Europa League, you can see it seemed like he let yes, in a, a yeah. very easy goal. Yeah, big big games. Uh, he, he seems seems like he's he could potentially crack for me. Yeah. He, he, for me, he's got a young head. He, he's got he's very obviously not played top yeah. top top level football. Yeah. He makes some silly mistakes. A bit, it's a bit like Pickford, to be fair. Just yeah. just a little bit of time, just brainless keeping. Well, you, never, you never see De Gea doing that. I'm just saying. Uh, he's still he's still thirteen, fourteen mentally, isn't he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're not going down that route. <laughs> no, let's move on. Um, 
There's a couple of players, Wayne, which you mentioned, uh, in the under-21 squad, um, Hudson Adoy and Mason Greenwood in particular, uh, called up for the... It was the under-21s. This is a, I've just checked now. It's a really strange... It's the under-21s European Championships next week. Is it? Uh, the start of it. The group stages of the European Championships are next week. All three games of the group stages. When and then the knockout out. games. End of May. That's fucking bizarre. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, the, the group stages next week. Quarterfinals 31st of May. Semi-finals 3rd of June. Finals 6th of June. Um... Bizarre. They might have gone stronger in 21s with that in mind. Given That's why they've who, done it. Given who were playing in World Cup yeah. qualifiers, they can probably afford to play a weaker England side. Yeah, they, 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 they like England like to try with these tournaments, one of the 21s. We don't win them, but they always like to go fairly strong with them. Uh, we've got Portugal, Croatia, Switzerland in the other 21s group. Um, yeah, be interesting to see. Um, how that comes out. See other players like Greenwood and things like that have come through. He's dropped off a bit Greenwood, aren't he? I think that's yeah. why probably also in the thinking of putting him in 21s. Yeah. Uh, also, Foden's not in the 21s, so I assume he will get called up to the third to a senior, which makes perfect sense because he's been very good at times uh, for City. Uh, bear in mind, this is the last international bit before the Euros win. Um, it, this is a big chance for a lot of players to stay, you know, pick me for the Euros. People like Bellingham, people like Saka, uh, to make themselves undroppable. Um, how was this affect somebody who was not playing like Jack Grealish, who was just starting to become a name on the team sheet for England and now he's injured? You're asking me to show sympathy for Jack Grealish? I'm asking your opinion. Have you been watching this podcast for the last year? You even know what this podcast is about? Unfortunately. I'd say we're making cock jokes and taking the piss out of Grealish. I've got no sympathy at all for Jack Grealish. Shouldn't have got I don't injured. think I don't think it makes a slightest bit of difference to him getting. Thank you at all. Bringing it back, he'll get he'll get called up regardless. He's got. Do you think he'll affect his chance of starting though? Possibly, but he'll get but just because there's so many people in his position. Mm. But he 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 was brilliant for England. He was. So in, in his last games, and he has been one of the better players in the league this year. So y'all are just biased. You're just biased because you want him to win his final for England. So, so, you, so you get sucked, so you get to suck him off in front of his mum. That's you've got literally you're not thinking of England's interests here, you're thinking of your own and Jack Grealish's <laughs> bell end. That's the only thing you're thinking of here. Think how bad it would be for the country if after all these years of hurt it was Jack Grealish that won it for us. I'm not bothered, honestly. I'm not saying could win it for us. I'm not bothered. Yeah. They'd have to knight him. Someone's playing for Ireland would get a knighthood. Think about it, not all. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, do, do, care? Do, do, we, do we care that uh, Terry Wogan had some kind of knighthood? No, we don't. Yeah, but Terry Wogan would take piss out of other countries at Eurovision. If Jack Grealish starts taking piss out of people during Eurovision, he can have the knighthood. All right? That's gone weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's gone strange. Um, EFL stuff happened at the weekend. Uh, we'll come to the big news secondly, but the, the Papa John's Trophy was won twice. Um, the first one on Saturday was Salford against Tranmere, which was a truly horrendous game of football. No, it weren't. No, no it weren't. It was Salford against Portsmouth. Oh, did I say? Tranmere. They lost, they lost after. They lost Sunday. Apologies. Um, so, yes, you're right. Salford uh, against... I forgot who it were again. Portsmouth. Portsmouth. got sacked. It was it was it was horrendous. It was a poor game of football. Twenty twenty struck again. That was a twenty twenty final. 
um, nil nil. Salford won on penalties, um, and then Sunderland won one nil against Tranmere on Sunday. Got that one right, uh, so we can forget about that trophy for another year. Um, in the championship, unless unless anybody else got anything else to add on that game, any of the other games. Can't wait to be in that uh, in that game next year. Same. I've got uh, I've got nothing on those games, but we have got the Super Six and um, fantasy football to do. If we're after, we, we, we do. But we'll start with fantasy football because it didn't go well for me before yesterday. I was on two points for a week, which uh, I'm all feel me. I put Gundogan as my vice captain. Never fucking got on pitch. You can pick a vice captain. Yeah, it, it don't count. It only counts if your captain doesn't play, though. Oh, ah, yeah, apparently. Play. Yeah, um, so, where were we? Like to say, 16th overall for the season. I, mean, I realised I made a rookie mistake. I left just a Lingard in my team. Bear in mind, it's in it. it was eligible to play against Man U. That's a fucking schoolboy mistake, though. Go on. Uh, Nuttall, you are 30th. Odin, 31st. I'm now down to 34th. I did recover. I managed to get 16 points for a week, which I was very proud of. Uh... Carl, you're still bottom. <laughs> and fantasy, uh, well, that's fantasy football done. Um, no surprise that uh, Chris Phil is still top at league. However, Super Six has got interesting. Has the it? Overall, I am. I am. The overall foot season has got interesting because Alan Seamuson has been running away for it wait, since October, November time, something like that. He is now only 11 points clear at the top at league. Um, Craig Holland up to second. We did get a message from Craig, and uh, I did promise him I'd give him a shout out for the uh, for catching up to him. He's uh, only eleven points behind uh, for the season. Uh, Nuttall now ahead here for the season. I am in eleventh. Nuttall is thirteenth. Odie twenty-first, and Lexi, you're just not trying. I've got two points. I'm proud of you. Well done. 25th, mate. However, the most important thing is that for this week, I finished off. So well done to me. But uh, Christopher and Alan Stevenson, top, top of both leagues. Craig Holland quickly catching him up in the Super Six. Are we done? Y- y- yes. Is <laughs> <laughs> Wayne done patting himself on back or? I think I focused on the season more than anything, of which I am also winning. I've had a bad few weeks. I've had a bad few weeks. Yeah, I reckon you were about fucking 16 points in front of you about two weeks ago. Yeah, it's, it's not gone great for you, mate. But uh, not, it's, it's, it's interesting to talk about the league going to end of the season. So we'll see what happens. The excitement's uh, getting to me. Um, on to the championship. Um, big news at uh, Birmingham City. Uh, again, this has not actually been confirmed yet, but it's been all but confirmed by everybody. Birmingham City have have uh, relieved Karanka of his duties, and it looks like Lee Bullier will be coming into Birmingham City. He has resigned from Charlton as we, as, as we speak, uh, but you've still got to arrange a compensation deal, which I think is going to be reasonably high, but not massive. Um, not all is it enough to save Birmingham but it could be it could be you just gotta if it, they're probably open for a reaction yeah. 
it could have been anybody they brought him. I don't think Boy's a particularly good appointment, really. He's contended with a few things at Charlton, but they're not really anywhere near this year, are they? I don't think. Um, Is that what you want about how well they did in Championship? They went down. Uh, yeah, I don't, it's, it's a nothing appointment, really. Um, they're just probably. He's play from doing it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I assume that's why they brought him in. But I would say it's. They're just looking for that new manager bounce that'll give them enough wins to see them clear. Yeah. And I hope that Rotherham's schedule is too much for them to handle. Because we're not catching them. It doesn't look like it, does it? If they win a couple of games, they've, they've, they've done us. So, And I think yeah. that's what they're probably looking to take another team out of equation. Because there's a bit of a gap between them and the team above them. So, I mean, mm. the only team I think we could even possibly catch with a good run is Birmingham. Mm. Uh so yeah, cup, they're probably just wanting that bounce at this stage of the season. Yeah, I agree. Wayne, thoughts on uh, on well, the cranker in general? Because I think yeah, I, other than Borough, he's underachieved everywhere. I know there's problems at Birmingham. I know there's massive problems at Birmingham. But has Cranker done himself any favours at all? No, is the short answer there. Um, did we manage to dig out the episode where I think it was Nuttall that said that he won't last a year? Right, uh, we'll, we'll try and find it out. It's gonna go out. It'll have to go out as soon as the, um, <laughs> they've announced it. Um, yeah, so we, we kind of predicted this would happen. Uh, the only thing they've got in their favour is that we're not going to chase them. That's the only thing that's that the Birmingham got. They only have to worry about your and whether you can keep up with the pace, having to have to play so many games in a row. Mm. Um, I mean, just. We're, we're four points behind you, Lexi, and you've got three games in hand over us. I don't know. It's mad. And, that, and, and that's the 22nd. We, we are kind of screwed. The, the, the only thing I'll say on Rotherham is that you now don't have enough midweeks to fit all your fixtures in. So at some stage, you're going to have to fit three fixtures in a week. Because I can't see an extended season for no. just one team. If it no, were a few no. teams suffering the same problem, then fair enough. But I think we're going to try and squeeze your fixtures in wherever they possibly can. Mm. And, uh, and you don't have your manager for next two games. Yeah, that, we've 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 done all this before. We've had a COVID outbreak before. Warren's already had missed two games this season because self isolation. It's, it's not where really the players can cope with the three games in a week. And I remember you were saying Paul, earlier that you tend to you tended to struggle yeah. when it was the second game uh, mm. week. So it's whether your players can cope with that schedule. It's, it's going to be a point of that week you're going to have to pick and choose the game you want to try and win. Just, you can't play. You obviously can't play your strongest team Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday or whatever it might be. It would, it would be impossible to pick the same 11 or, or same East 11. One of those games you would have to pick a weaker team. Let's say you played Brentford. You just take the hit and lose to Brentford because you're probably not going to win anyway. Um, it, you, you, the, for a club at the bottom of the league, if it, oh, here we go. Defeat his mentality, go. that's what he's going to say. You know, it, he's going to say it's it a is. small mentality. And, and, well, it, it's not just that and all, Lexi. It, it, I think it could either go spectacularly good or spectacularly bad, right? Don't worry about fitness and things like that, right? You get, you, if you, then this could be a chance for you to get momentum. The likelihood is you're not going to be doing any training on, no, on that not week. Not at all. If you win a game, you can't wait to go into the next game. And I don't care whether you're tired or not. You, 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 your players will want to be playing. And they'll want to keep up that momentum. 
this is something I, I said on the Rotherham podcast is that when you get tired and you're playing four games a week, your skill level, if, you, if you're the same players play, your skill level comes out. And we're Rotherham United. If, if we're going to get out of most games this season, we have to play at almost our very best to get anything. So if we then have four games a week, the skill level is going to show through quite significantly. For example, Norwich, if Norwich played four games a week, it'd probably be all right because they have that skill level and that base to build off. So, we, we haven't got that skill level compared to most teams in this division. We rely on hard work, basically. So it, so you'll be happy with wholesale with changes after a win? If it, if if we're playing if it was in that four games a week, yeah. If we're playing Tuesday and let's say, let's say, I don't know, we played Coventry on Tuesday and then we're playing Brentford on Thursday, I'd accept going full strength against shoot against Coventry, then making some changes against Brentford. So so you be so if you go out and beat Coventry five nil, you'd be happy to make wholesale changes against Brentford. It, it also depends on league position. If that, if if we play Brentford on the Thursday before last game at season and we need four points to stay up, then obviously not. But if we are in an okay position, let's say three points clear of relegation, and we and we we know we've got let's I don't know Wickham on Saturday. I know we haven't. Well, let's say for the example that the Wickham game takes priority. I think I think, it's, it's, I think you're looking too far ahead of yourself, Lexi. I think just if, if it's not broke, don't don't try and fix it. Just just keep that momentum uh, and 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 see where it takes you. Well, every Saturday, Tuesday, I think we will. I'd, I'd say that's not a problem. It's just that one week, whenever, whenever it's going to be. It might not be Brentford. You know, we might end up playing Luton on a Tuesday, Coventry on a Thursday, which, which then becomes AR. Oh, he's gone. That Coventry game hasn't been put back in yet. So the, that game, which is going to be the problem, hasn't been put back in. It's strange that they're waiting so long to decide. Unless they've got some sort of trick up the sleeve where there's a plan to put it somewhere else I don't know just just stick it in let's just pick a date stick it in so everybody can sort of start planning from a yeah. fitness point of view and everything else it, it's odd that it's waited quite a long time because the Brentford and Luton game are already back in they're already sorted they might be debating on international break that's the thing <clears throat> it might depend on Coventry if Coventry get they've supposedly got one player that might get called up if he didn't get called up would they be willing to play in there I don't know I hope but I'd be surprised um, just, just cool. um, sorry to interrupt, but just moving down to League One, there's just been some breaking news about Wigan. We talked about Wigan enough on the show, the, but last year. Gone through. yeah, the uh, it's it's been agreed, deposit paid. Um, Bahrainians. Uh, it's an organisation organisation called Phoenix 2021, uh, led by Abdul Rahman Al Jazmi. Yeah, and it's his, Bahrainian, isn't it? Yeah, and his investment company Europe Point Investment Corp. They um, are linked to Europa Point in um, Gibraltar. I was reading about oh, that the other day. Superb. No, no Europa Point is a different team to FC Europa. Yeah, no, no, it is. We're not Europa Point fans. Not was Europa Point the ones that um, your mate went in charge of, or is that somebody else? Yeah. Um, Ian Enden. Yeah. Ian Enden, uh, yeah, it is. There you go. I've already got my signed Ian Enden picture. We're fine. Have you put it up yet, Alexa? It's I still here. Yeah, I forgot to take it with him. Oh, animal. Uh, well, if 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 he if he was friends with them at Europe Point, he might come and take over at Wigan. Possibly, he probably won't. Um, but yeah, a little bit of good news for Wigan after a, a shocking couple of years there. Yeah, they're still potentially might go down this season. So they've picked up a bit lately. It's March. Yeah. It's Wigan. <laughs> True. Yeah, that's what they're doing. It. 
Uh, cool. Anything else you want to mention? Obviously, we're going to that. Anything else? Because that's my list is done. No, good. No, nothing from me. Fantastic. Um, thank you all for listening. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter if you aren't already. Uh, it's full of Stand somewhere if you're watching. Um, we are back next week. The last last week's episode didn't go on YouTube because for some reason it wouldn't finish. Well, try and get this one up on YouTube. If you're watching it on YouTube, you'll have already noticed that it has been put up on YouTube uh, when you're watching it. Um, so thank you very much, Winnie Pie. It's been something. Life. It's been life. Thank you very much, Nuttall. How was your uh, pale ale? Yeah, all right. Just about finished it. It took a long time. That's another thing we only take a little bit too long to drink, really. Would you recommend yeah. it if, if they were to sponsor us? Yes. Session Pale Ale by Hambleton Brewery. You can go to others if you want. <laughs> yeah. You're not forced to go to this one. You can go to any one. Uh, and Odie, it's always a pleasure with you, mate. Pleasure. Enjoy. Uh, good. We're back next week with a, with a final preview, FA Cup quarterfinal weekend, and then we'll look at proper to the England, well, all the internationals for the next week. Uh, so thank you all, and we'll see you all pretty soon. Bye bye. See you later.